You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Well, welcome back to the Alter Echo Sermon Podcast. Uh, this is the scripture and the sermon for Sunday, October 9th of 2022. Here at St. John's, we are in our Making Your Life Count series this fall. And today's focus, special focus in that series, is making your gratitude count. So our Bible reading for today is Luke 17, verses 11 through 19. If you have your Bible with you, I encourage you to open it up to Luke chapter 17 and read along with me. Starting at verse 11. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. As they went back, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So, like I said before, our focus for this message is making your gratitude count. So that's where I want to start and where I want us to end today is on gratitude. So first, um, reflect a little bit and call to mind a time in your life when you were really, truly grateful. I wonder what situations or experiences have inspired real gratitude in you. Um, I imagine it's not... (laughs) when life is easy or consistently comfortable, that we tend to experience like a profound sense of gratitude. But rather, it's when a significant challenge is overcome or an obstacle is removed or a major worry or concern or stressor is resolved that the change itself from stressful to resolution, for example, is like the fertile soil for gratitude in our lives. In other words, I think gratitude is the direct result of a risky or tenuous situation working out or going away. When the cancer treatments prove effective. Gratitude. When the speculation or the worry gives way to clarity. Gratitude. 
when a significant conflict becomes resolved or there's reparation, gratitude. When you finally get that job after months of searching and financial concern, gratitude. When you hear from that person who's been missing in action for months or years, gratitude. When hope breaks through, gratitude. When possibility occurs, when it's seemed unlikely or even impossible, we encounter some gratitude. So then can you imagine what it's like for the lepers in our gospel reading today to be cast out for weeks or months or longer, ostracized by their community and their family, sent away to live in a leper colony in seclusion in hopes of avoiding infecting others with leprosy too. All because you happened to be the unlucky one that got infected with this illness. This was a common practice in the ancient world. Without medical advancement and awareness in the spread of infectious disease, people were often deemed unclean, as we hear in biblical language, and sent off into seclusion or into like a community seclusion experience in order to try to reduce the infection of others. But of course, this isn't without consequences, as we know. There is a mental and emotional toll that isolated people bear. This we know. <laughs> there is a negative impact to be had on one's spiritual life from being cut off from your network, from your people, from your daily life. We end up, if we are like these lepers, developing this sense that we are not worthy to be included in the community. We fear we are not welcome. We are not treated with respect nor human dignity. And even more than all that, we hear that in this particular instance of the 10 lepers that Jesus happened to interact with, that nine of the ten were Jewish people, and one was a person of Samaritan background. Jesus even went so far as to call the Samaritan a foreigner. He was, by all means, an outsider, even among outsiders. For among a group of lepers, the Samaritan had no one with whom to belong or connect with or share mutual support even among other outcasts. He's considered an outcast. How radical then is Jesus healing of this group of 10 sick individuals who, when they were simply following Jesus' directions to go present themselves to the priests, discovered that even before they arrived, but along their way, they were made well, healed, everybody, restored to good life in more ways than one. 
not just their physical health was made well, but they experienced so many more layers of well-being and value than that. These 10, perhaps maybe not instantly, but as a result of Jesus' healing, were restored in their sense of worth and dignity. They were restored in their ability to have value as a person and in their ability to be welcomed back among their community and their family and even embraced. When you've been cut off from your people, have not been able to see or communicate with them, how good would a hug be (laughs) for the first time in a long time? This is the heart of Jesus saving work in and among us. Jesus heals us from anything that chains us to the lie that we are broken, that we are unworthy of belonging or inclusion. Jesus heals us from anything that shackles us to the pretense that we are the bad thing. Jesus saves us from all of it. Jesus sets us free from anything that is unclean for a life that is for love. Sets us free for a life that is for community and for serving God and one another. Jesus saves us from all things for a life that basks in the glow of the kingdom of God. When I think about Jesus healing in this way, and in light of this particular story, I'm reminded of a woman that I once knew from my last church, who today we will call Gladys. That's not her real name. Gladys, for a number of really complex family systems reasons, was not able to visit with one of her children for decades. And the duration of this separation and this experience of brokenness led Gladys inadvertently to develop some really deep fears about being an inadequate mother. Fears about her daughter's openness to have a relationship with her at all. And as well as a sense of failure. So when circumstances changed and Gladys was finally able to reconnect with this daughter after decades, after all that time, Gladys was so grateful and so appreciated every visit every conversation, every phone call, every hug with her daughter beyond what she would have if she'd been connected with this daughter her whole life. And so much began to heal between Gladys and her daughter and within Gladys just on her own. Her feelings of guilt and shame began to heal. Her fears her connection with her daughter, and her hope for their relationship to have 
connection in the future. So I wonder if spiritually we are particularly receptive to gratitude when life has had a rather sudden and drastic turn for the better. When we experience the dramatic healing of resurrection in this life now, it is fertile soil of the best kind <laughs> for a deep, significant gratitude. Consider one more thing. Gratitude is not often kept quiet. Gratitude is meant to be spoken aloud and acted upon. Gratitude compels us to tell its story, to fall at the ground at Jesus' feet and proclaim all that God has done for you. Gratitude refuses to be quiet. So we're going to practice gratitude together today because of all of the many ways that God has broken down barriers and dismantled lies and healed each and every one of us and is still healing each and every one of us. If you have a cell phone with you right this minute, I want you to take it out. Unless, of course, you're driving as you're listening to this, in which case, please be safe. But if you're not driving and you are in a safe place, I would like you to take out your cell phone and think of one person in your life that you are particularly grateful for today or this week. And holding that person in mind, why are you grateful for them? What is it that they have done inadvertently or on purpose that has been healing or meaningful or just good for you? Where is your gratitude for this person? I want you to have your phone out because I want you to text that person and tell them that you are grateful for them and why. And if you're not a texting person, then call them because there's nothing better than a good old fashioned phone call. <laughs> but tell them, tell the ones you love that you are grateful for them for whatever reason. Let's make our gratitude count this day as we refuse to keep it quiet within our own selves, but let it speak its story of all that God is doing in and among and between us. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who is always at work healing us, Thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. 
please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.